Hey everyone, Daniel here. Just wanted to take a second to talk to you about a couple of new things we have coming up in 2020. Uh, starting in January, we're going to have two new shows coming to the Escaping Network. Now, I can hear you out there asking your stupid fucking little questions. What's the Escaping Network? Well, listen here, babies. Mama Bird's going to come and feed you that information. I'm Mama Bird in this situation, and you're my babies. Uh, it's part of the news. We are launching our network, and uh, with that, we have two new shows that I'm really excited to tell you about. The first one is a spinoff show by Kelsey and Roscoe called Yo, Where the Captions At. It is going to be a wild ride that you are really not going to want to miss. I'm very excited to show you guys that and to see where it goes from there. Secondly, at the end of January, we're going to take to the stars with a new Space Pirate Radio show called Space Pirate Radio. It follows the crew members of the Dawn as they lie, cheat, and steal their way across the universe. It's going to be our first full cast show, and... Um, who knows how that's going to be? We're excited. The, the, the whole decade just started. We can mess up now and learn later. It's, it's great. Um, lastly, we're going to change the layout of the Escaping Podcast to be a little more serial-based. And I don't mean Captain Crunch. I mean series-based and less one-shot episodic. That way we can tell you a little bit more long-format stories and not just, you know, quick tales that we find funny. But with that, we will be taking a break in January this month to restructure and plan for what's coming up. Now, that doesn't mean that we're going to have no episodes. In fact, what we're going to do is release our Patreon episodes, our Mandalorian uh, slash Verdito series, and that's going to be coming to you every Wednesday like we normally release. But just know, come February, it's going to be a different show with the same nerds that you've come to know and love. I, I think that's actually everything. So let's get you back to the show, and um, I, I love you. Yeah. Yeah, I love you. Okay, bye. I'm standing here, and you're against the wall, and I roll up to your, your table like this, and I got a blaster pointed at you. Like that. Exactly what kind of opportunity do you have to shoot first? Before or after he says McClunky. McClunky? <laughs> I just recently watched A New Hope. The malarkey again. of the McClunky. I just watched A New Hope recently. Yeah, I don't and understand the controversy between that. Well, he's no. an alien. McClunky might mean like... No, no, oh, not gosh. that, but like the whole who shot first. Yeah. What? No, what's no, the well, big deal? Han shot first. But I'm saying, well, no, what's no, the big sure. deal? For, yeah, I don't understand why it's a big deal. Yeah, because yeah, like, he's trying to kill him. Well, he's going to collect on him anyway. He's going to yeah. take a shit ton of money. He's a rogue. He did a shit like that. bar where one cat's arm just got chopped off by a lightsaber anyway. I don't like it. It's not like it's a decent establishment. Exactly. And like it, it's not like you go there for the health spa. <laughs> you don't you don't remember that episode of Simpsons at Moe's where someone got their arm cut off and then <laughs> oh, other guy got shot? I'm certain it happened. Exactly. No, I don't remember that. And if it, yeah. and if it's a um, stand your ground sector, if you pull on me, I can pull on you. Gr- <laughs> you know? I got castle laws really like on tra- Tatooine. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna say shit. I see your blaster, you gonna see mine. Greedo was hey, wearing should, a hoodie. Really? <laughs> you should have shot me first. Now you learned your lesson in the afterlife. Talk to me, space ghost. But I watched. I recently watched New Hope, and I and obviously I'm looking at that scene because it's so damn famous, right? Yeah. And uh, and I'm looking at Greedo's blaster, and when it goes off. It's like, so here in an audio format, this is really going to work well, right? But the blaster's pointed one way, and it goes off at like a 30-degree angle <laughs> to miss Han. I'm like, really? Wait, wait, but didn't they like re-edit that they scene? They edited too? it too many times. Yeah, it's... it's, it's that was nasty, too. It's That's stupid. back in the days before like all this well, PC culture 
and all this shit. He was like, oh, we're going to go back. Like, don't retrofit history. He could totally whack Greedo without a second thought. There's no bad day to kill that kid. Exactly. Uh, have you seen The Godfather? Anyone named Greedo or Fredo <laughs> or anything close to that is going to get killed. Or resembles an Italian. Oh. All right, folks, we're jumping in. Welcome to another episode of Escaping Podcast. A bonus episode! A bonus episode of the best podcast in Colorado Springs when it comes to all things geek, nerdy, and everything in between. And by everything in between, he means those space between parsecs. How many parsecs to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? We find out today. I think Lil' Kim actually told us how many licks it takes. I said parsecs. I know, my fault. This is why it's a bonus. How dare you bring my my, my ex-girlfriend into this. Wait, little cow. We don't talk about that. Ooh, she nice won't shut it. up about it. That's why nice I like to call it Quiet nice Storm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> today we are talking about the Mandalorian. We uh, we here at Escape Podcast, Escaping Podcast, get it right. Think that it's fucking amazing. It's incredible. It's. I can't believe it's only seven dollars a month. That's what I'm saying, man. It's, Is it though when it's free? Because you got a homies hook up because they got the Verizon plan. Verizon plan or no? I'm willing <laughs> to pay the seven dollars. It's much less of a uh, a price to pay as opposed to say trying to record your podcast while someone is using an air compressor in the Straight room up. above you. Oh come Real. on, that's creative writing. That <laughs> should never happen. <laughs> And at the end of the day, too, I was going to pay $7 for this um, app alone, not because of Star Wars, because of all the juicy, juicy, marvelous holy, content that's coming next year. Holy crap. And we I, haven't got that shit yet. Literally, we downloaded the app in, in my house, and we looked, like, looked for an hour just to look at all exactly. the kind of crap that was on there. That's why I spent most of my time on the app just scrolling down everything that they have instead of actually watching shit. So <laughs> I think we had to pause here for a moment and say that Disney Plus has not contacted us. We've not contacted them. We're oh, not yeah. supported by. We don't acknowledge their existence of and vice versa uh, with uh, Disney Plus in any way, shape, or form, or Verizon for that matter. But thank you all. In a similar way, we're recording from Escape Velocity Comics downtown. And our thoughts, our opinions, our blasters, our Jawas in no uh, way mm. represent, Houdini! reflect, <laughs> Houdini. Reflect, represent anything having to do with Escape Velocity Comics. They let us come in here and do our thing like the scruffy-looking nerf herders that we are. And just a little thing, too. We are not owned by the House of Mouse yet. We aren't owned by anyone. Least of not, Kelsey. And nobody exactly. wants us. That's true. <laughs> Story of my life. My girlfriend even says, you're your own person. I don't take responsibility for any of that. I don't blame her. <laughs> so, real quick, before we get into The Mandalorian, what was the first thing you guys watched on Disney Plus? Oh, oh, let me... T- uh, the Mandalorian. Wow. Because it's... The someone, someone doesn't know how to, you know, pace it out. No, but he's just being honest. <laughs> yeah, like, I was waiting I was... for that shit to come out. <laughs> mine, mine is very similar. I watched uh, Sister Act 2, Back that, in the Habit. That's right. That, I, With Lauren Hill? Just about yeah. the same plot, too. I think, I, 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 well, no, no, no. Because Sister Act Jesus. did it first. Um, Whoopi Goldberg plays a, uh, a nun on the a run who, who <laughs> has uh, bounties on her head, and she collects bounties. At one point, she goes and picks up a baby, Jennifer Love Hewitt, and has to kill you know, Carry her across the galaxy while teaching kids at the same. So that's not stop. the Blues Brothers. <laughs> that's, are you thinking of oh, Blues? but it does have Carrie Fisher in it. Carrie Fisher, love her, rest in peace. Yeah, but that brings it right back. It right? brings to it right back to Star Wars universe. So the Mandalorian. Oh, I was going to talk about the first thing I watched. No one cares. All right, but it you asked. <laughs> well, actually, it was the Mandalorian too. <laughs> but <laughs> bring it. <laughs> but it was only because. I wasn't trying to like have my roommate sit in his room and be like, the fuck is going on out there? 
Because I watched um, both the first two high school musicals because I missed that wave as a kid. You, so, what? Yes, I like love musicals. That's my jam. But for oh, some reason, man. it's my jam. Just like Camp Rock 1 and 2 is my jam, too. I just was like, nah, I'm cool. But yep. now that I have it, I'm about to watch all of them but, shit so I can about, watch the series. What about Cop Rock? Cop Rock? I don't Cop Rock? Oh, oh, oh. I know something Kelsey doesn't know. Oh, there's a, there's a lot. There's a lot of shit I don't know. Especially about the police, because I was trying to know them. So take NYPD Blue nope. and put it to the like a high school musical soundtrack. It's a cop rock? So they beating black people to the beat? That's right. That's right. Well, like that scene in uh, Shaun of the Dead, where yes. they're hitting the, the zombie to don't stop oh, me man. now. You have, you, have, you have not lived until you've seen a cop drama set to music. Well, that's fair yeah. of you to say, since you know, we're people of color and you don't think we're actually alive. Um, Word. But, um, yeah, spooky so sure about this. <laughs> Menaces. Yeah. Oh, there's, there's a lot of wait, good stuff on there, and I'm, I'm really, really excited to go through and watch some more. Uh, but Mandalorian, guys. Baby. Yoda. Uh, baby oh, oh, we're Yoda. just going to jump right into it. <laughs> so the Mandalorian uh, comes from a, uh, I believe they're a race of people, a mythical no. race of people, or are they like, guild. Yeah, they're, they're like the Spartans meets the Saiyans well, in yeah. space. Yeah, so you said it the same. They're a culture, so they're not a race of people. That's right. That's oh, right. I thought they were a no. race, and they all came uh, from Originally, the first... uh, Boba Fett, if you go with the canon... Uh, you know, he was he was a Mandalorian. Or mm-hmm. sorry, Jango Fett was a Mandalorian. Not he wasn't the only Mandalorian, but he was the one and, who put into place the cloning process. And it, it depended on which set of canon you follow. Then the Mandalorians came from some other damn place elsewhere, exactly. and they showed up on the planet uh, mm-hmm. Cordovia, Cordovia, and um, and they. Is that the kingdom from uh, Princess Diaries? It's probably the same. It might be in a galaxy uh, far, far Yeah, away. it's probably the same universe, I imagine. But um, anyway, they, they attacked the planet, and then the local indigenous population assumed the identity of the Mandalorians. So uh, the point is, is they're okay. a warrior class people. They've been shattered as a, as a culture, and so they're mercenaries about the universe. They've uh, ne- they never take off their helmets. So which, we can't tell. That's if kind they of they a new thing, uh, but fair, fair enough. Also, yeah. I don't know if you've seen the pictures from the uh, original Star Wars set. Uh, the guy who played Boba Fett. It's a good thing he didn't take off his helmet because he did not look intimidating at all after that. <laughs> He's a schlubby dude with glasses and a pedo mustache. Right. Yeah, that's a, it's sort of a it's sort of a late addition actually that they're humanoid, but ah. but nonetheless, yeah. Oh yeah, because they could have been anything. But it's fascinating that you bring up that point of them not necessarily being the same species or race because. I just assumed they were because they were warrior class, but it's, you can't teach everybody the same. You could teach them the same techniques, but they won't necessarily be the same, have the same level of efficiency. And uh, and then we know that Boba Fett or Jango Fett were of you know brown hue, and then we have yeah. Pascal, <laughs> uh, uh, Pedro Pascal, that was playing him under yes. the helmet, and well, he's also yeah. a person of color. Yeah. So that was just made me assume that they all came from the same. Well, and you see with the species. clones, and you know from the Clone Wars and, yes. and uh, the, the the animated series. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're all clones of Bo- Bo- Jango Fett. Jango Jango Fett. Fett. Yeah, yeah. Which is pretty cool. But yeah. I, I also think, uh, just from a cinematic standpoint, yeah, that the accent. That it brings, like, yeah, pretty damn cool. It's fantastic. Um, now, would you classify Boba Fett as a Mandalorian if he was just a clone following in his father's footsteps? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's still because of the creed he follows, or strictly speaking, except for um, a matter of efficiency, we're all clones of our parents. God damn my brain. Right, we're gonna, yeah, all right, I can't so argue with mind that. Mind blown. <laughs> and plus, anyway, 
he is what he is. He's a Mandalorian. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, if, if you don't want to accept that, that's where you come from. That's where you get your skill set from. And that's how he was raised. And yeah. that, so, that, yeah. so this series has been in the works for a while. John Favreau knew for a bit that he was going to be doing a Star Wars show when Disney came out with their own streaming service. Now, having John Favreau, the same guy who directed the first Iron Man movie, kicking Burf. off... Who played Happy Hogan. Happy Hogan. Happy, who, still. Who, before that, he also played, played uh, Foggy Nelson in the Daredevil movie with... Ben um, Affleck. Ben Affleck. Once again, the director's <laughs> cut of that Ben Affleck Daredevil is better than the original release. Just still, I love that I live in a world where a Daredevil movie was made. Don't care yeah. how qual- the quality of it. Okay. Like, and enough. I enjoyed that movie back in the day, but I didn't realize how off it was until I saw the Netflix and I realized, oh, this is how it should be. Exactly. You always got to take a step one to get to a better step mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. So the Mandalorian, though. So everyone thought it was going to be a Boba Fett movie because naturally he's the Mandalorian that everybody's seen since Empire Strikes Back. Um, and so they thought it was going to be a Boba Fett movie, like an origin story, Han Solo, we already had one, a little bit like Rogue One, sort of a historic background. This one took a different turn. Yeah. And dude, I love it so damn much. I can't believe it. I, I didn't know what to expect out of the beginning, but in the first five minutes, it it set the stage for what kind of Western this was going to be. Western, exactly It right. is a space yes. Western. Yes. And, and just even from the, he's in a seedy bar, mm-hmm. here comes some guys looking for trouble, the bartender's like, listen, I'm just trying to keep the peace, it's my little <laughs> neck of the woods where everyone knows your name, and instead... <laughs> where everybody knows your name. I just want to make some money and go home. He shoots a dude in the face and yep. cuts another guy in half via a closing door. Yep. A slow closing. I thought the door was going to like... No. It, was, it, took, it kind of took its time. <laughs> it's like that scene in uh, the first Scream movie where her friend is in the garage door. Oh, the, the garage door. Door. doggy door. <laughs> <And> slowly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yes. man, I tell you what, I, I, was, I was absolutely skeptical um, because uh, and that's why I wanted to see it right away. But man, a Western Mandalorian. Now I'm still looking for Gina Carano. Um, Who ain't? Yeah, I mean, honestly, <laughs> that's uh, why I started. Well, I'm like, but I mean, we're two episodes in by the time we're recording here, and I haven't I'm seen her. Two episodes Ooh. into something else. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, Beer, no, but. Uh, I, I think I think this lone man, lone wolf and cub. Uh, I'm gonna get there, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, I, the fact that he doesn't take his mask off, it it frustrates me enough that I want to watch the next episode to see him take his mask off. Uh, yeah. Well, and, what if it gets knocked off? I, just, mm. I, I love it. I love it. Now, big question: Is this gonna be his face just underneath there with his hair, or is he gonna have that derpy looking uh, cornholio head covering where it's just like it might not be like, any... like Gambit with the headband? Yeah. Oh, oh fuck you! <laughs> fuck you! We might not even get that. We might just get his helmet come off, and we just never see his face. And we just see the back. He just kind of stops, be like silhouette, or, or he yeah. puts it on the ground, and oh. we just see the whole scene being. You remember done. the remember the scenes at the end of the Austin Powers movies where they're like trying to hide all you know her boobs with melons and things? Yeah, like that and walk around <laughs> something like that. that. <laughs> his helmet off right and there just happens to be some bantha in a way or, or some like a rock and it's a whole scene of him doing badass shit we never see his face and then he gets his helmet or the baby, baby yoda, yoda. The helmet. Oh! we had to bring up baby yoda was that the moment baby yoda like kisses him on oh the my god now now for for those of you who are, are going to come in and argue in the comments or those of you who always comment um <laughs> please, all of you please argue in the comments please we comments, bring period. it we know that it is not baby yoda we know yoda yes. has died at this point it is after episode six i didn't well not not died but ascended to force ghost Yes. Could have been reincarnated. Could have been reincarnated, but we know that this is not Yoda. We don't know what the tridactyls do. Exactly. Are they called tridactyls? They, well, it depends. So so George Lucas has never identified the species. Yes. We've seen three of them so far. Yes. We've seen Yoda, mm-hmm. we've seen the dude in the Jedi Council. Yaddle. And then, then we, yeah, well. I thought that was a chick with the That's with her name, Yaddle. Yeah, and so then we've seen uh, the oh. then we've seen the little baby. 
um, that we've seen in Mandalorian, right? Um, nobody's ever named their species except for like fans and stuff like that. And, and Tridactyl is just three fingers. Yeah, it's like Tridactyl. Some uncanny shit that I've seen online too, online on Black Twitter. It was like black Ashley. Like you the dark web? No, 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 no. You don't know about black Twitter? I don't know about Oh, my black. God. That's, oh, you missing out. Black Twitter is the best. So, basically, it was a black Twitter thread when it's like Baby Yoda. And somebody was like, actually, the name of Yoda species. And somebody was like, motherfucker, that's non-canon. Keep that bullshit to yourself. <laughs> Lucas ain't said that's the name, so that ain't the name of it. Yeah. So, nice. with black that being Twitter, said, that's amazing. I was just like, I didn't know what time place it took. I was like, is this Baby Yoda till after the fact? Then I did my research and I found out personally it takes place five years after um, The Last Jedi. Just because I'm not the biggest Star Wars person. Like, I watch it because I'm a Well, no, you're like five foot five. Yes. No, no, no. no. I'm five four and Tim's five three on a normal day. That's just how it is. Like, George Catanza. (laughs) Sometimes I got to spray paint them some bitches black for special occasions. But, like, knowing that shit took place. Now I was like, all right, now I know this is a brand new, quote unquote, Baby Yoda. So... Let me get into this. Let's see where this happens. And I'm just speculating that somehow this is going to come into play in future installments of the universe. Now, before we get to what that reveal was, let's talk about the episode itself. That that moment where he met up with small Ron Perlman, uh, the IG-11 voiced by Taika Waititi. Apparently, even Nick Nolte was in this first episode. Wait. That dude was Ron Perman? No. <laughs> I'm like, if they, if he did them some CGI magic and they... They didn't even need to use CGI. But he now as soon as he said, I knew exactly what you were talking about. <laughs> it's not a robot. We're talking about the little dude that was trying to teach him how to ride that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah that dude. Yeah, that, that's sorry, totally yeah, yeah. a small sorry, Ron Perlman. Yeah. Yo. He looked like small Ron Perlman. He did. <laughs> like, your people Ron. used to know how to master these things. Get on that thing. Sons of Anakin Ari. I've done worse, so you're kind of awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I like the fact that, um, one, he doesn't have a jetpack. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he doesn't. Two, because he, he, he's, he's not as outfitted as Boba Fett was. And even Boba Fett, with all of his toys and shit, and his fucking fucking fuck, he <laughs> ended up in a Sarlacc pit and almost got himself killed. Well, okay, so they're all mercenaries, right? This isn't a uniform that they wear. Uh, this is pieces they put together, purchased along the way yes, to, to like do that. their jobs yes. eventually. Beskar metal. Well, yes. okay, yeah, we, okay. So we can go. To, we can talk about Beskar metal. Yeah. So it's a uh, Beskar metal is, is a mineral that's mined on the moon of Cordovia, um, and so if you're interested, um, the Mandalorians there, whenever they're prisoners or, or outcasts, they get sent to the mines. Ah, okay. Um, the same, whole, are, is that the same mines that uh, Chewbacca was in when uh, Han, Han, Han did the uh, the spice mines in uh, under twelve parsecs? Spice mines, not Besker. Oh, you can have spice, you can have Besker. Yeah. You throw a bone in there, baby, you got a stew going. Remember mm, Carl Weathers was in this one? You already know about Carl that. Carl Weathers. I tell you, <laughs> when that dude was on the screen there, I'm like, Rocky Fool? Rocky! And, He's um, going to go fight Space Ivan Drogo. I, kept, I, got kept, you. I kept seeing him in the Star Spangled uh, uh, Shorts there. <laughs> Living <laughs> in America. <laughs> hey! Brock, James the but that's one thing I did like about watching the Mandalorian. It felt like you're watching like a cutscene from a video game. Cause you yeah. see him make the bounty, you get his money, he spins us on the metal, you take it to the blacksmith, they melt it down, he puts it on, and you can see the progression in his uniform. Like I've never seen I can't say I never, but that's the first time I paid attention, like, oh, we just don't cut to some later and he got a whole new suit. Like, no, you see him working well, and earning. Well so yeah, so the best girl metal. That's kind yeah. of an important element, right? Uh Literally, um, so uh, the steel is is canonically 
or at least extended universe-wise anyway, uh, it's extraordinarily tough. You can liken it to adamantium for us Marvel fans in the room. Um, but it'll, it will actually take uh, a reasonably direct or glancing blow from a lightsaber, mm. um, but it won't take a stab. Okay, so, so like... <clears throat> right. You know, you know what could destroy it, right? What's that? Matter eater lad. Or, or magnetism. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so the... Um, so the Beskar metal, there it's it's traditionally Mandalorian. It's absolutely a cultural element, and that's why the client that we know so far, um, Werner uh, Herzog. Well, yeah. So paid paid the Mandalorian at least in part in Beskar steel. Oh, okay. No, I, I do have a question about uh, the client. Uh, the, we don't know his name yet, yeah. but he is played by Werner Herzog, and um, I like the fact that he is very blatantly a space Nazi. He's like, oh my God. Or he could just be Imperial. Wait, which one was he? he? He's the one who put the bounty out. He's there with the Stormtroopers. The Stormtroopers. Oh, okay, okay. Super the, but Dirty take, ass Stormtroopers. Take a look at those Stormtroopers. That's right. They're, they're they like, into some shit. They're, they're <laughs> some, you ain't gonna wash your sheets. Well, there's some people that were like, the Death Star did what? <laughs> and uh, like that, and, and we can't we can't go home. Uh, all my luggage was on the Death Star. My daughter was um, on my Death Star. And so in the same uniform, only be, you can kind of tell that they're they're holding on to the Imperial tradition, um, but they like don't the have, Nazis after the war. Sure, and they don't. Why not the white uniforms? Let's just say that. There's, okay, but, the Empire and, is just space Nazis. Everyone can agree on that. But at the same time, you're talking about the goddamn space Nazi. But these these okay, look. So they're stormtroopers. They don't have the resources. They don't have the you know the supply guild that was on the eighty seventh floor of the Death Star. They're anymore. like the little giants. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> but in their defense, the Death Star has already well they tried to reconstruct um, it twice, so they might just be like, I'm gonna keep this on because I think they're gonna do it again. Just to fast forward to these other movies and guess yeah. what they're doing. But, but I really I really <laughs> dug the fact that they, they're trying to hold on to to whatever they had before, and part of that is being in uniform. Part of that is being part of our organization. Now they can't clean the uniform or repair the uniform anymore, so it's you know sandblasted and dirty, and it just gives you the impression that 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 they belong to something bigger originally, mm-hmm. but they're failing. They're, or I mean, they're getting ready for like a uh, civil war reenactment of <laughs> the fall of the Death Star. Like, like I'm gonna keep this on. Yeah, like here we go again. Remember that one time? <laughs> they got all the wires out there. He shot that shit the size of the swamp rat. The, the best thing is they don't even have to use fake guns because they're stormtroopers <laughs> and they can't they just, hit shit. Gonna miss anyway. <laughs> So, but, but okay, I, I liked that he was kind of a space Nazi, and I know, what the fuck? <laughs> All right, space Nazi, maybe. Go ahead. Because he's like, we need some baby for experiments. No suit for you. <laughs> so actually, so that was actually just the scientist that was off in the corner. The, the And he's like, no, I need it alive. The, the client's all like, uh, so anyway, bring him back alive, but if you don't, Still a little warm. will take cool. a dead baby. <laughs> yeah. Bring back well, with him. He's 50 years they old. They say uh, warmer cold, I think it was the terminology. But the point is they didn't see baby. They didn't say what it was. They gave the distinct impression that it was some other, you know, thug that was out there. Yeah, in the, person, yeah. There's a 50-year-old person you need to go bring back either warm or cold. Please. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they would have said please. This is what it did the damn thing, but... It's like one of those um, things about that moment, like John mentioned. It's like he told him, like, I could take you in cold or I could take you in warm. The choice is yours. Either way, you're going to get on this ship. And Have at he, it. And then he took him into the cold. Exactly. <laughs> like, he, <laughs> yeah, he didn't kill him, but he took him into the cold afterwards. And then uh, that one guy. The, dri- the driver that skiffed, by the way. 
is on Big Bang Theory. Yeah, he's he's, he's done a lot of other things Word. too. Let's not hold that against him. <laughs> but I like that. But I like that shot of it too, because that's one thing I like about Star Wars cinematography. It's like the long shot, yes. so you just see the vastness of just that place, that little ass little igloo in the middle of all that shit, and this little <laughs> ship, and just how it pans out. And well, then even just getting there is a task because they got some type of. Monster underneath the um, ice trying yeah. to eat them at the same time. And, and every so often, Star Wars does this in, in all the, the movies. They back away and they let you re- just remind you that you are in this, this <laughs> tiny enclave on the planet, yes. that you're on this tiny spinning mud ball in the middle of this universe. universe. And you're like, wow, we are desolate. Okay, there's yeah. a lot of space in between. Um, but well, anyway, so one that, of the things I really enjoyed, and it's the little thing the Bosks. Bosks don't look like they're just you know lizard masks anymore. Yeah. They look fantastic. Uh, everything in it. Is everything incredible. was beautiful. The, the, the lizard people. The dinosaur looking yeah. people. The guy that looks Word. like the, the guy that's fighting Kirk. Uh, oh yeah, Kirk exactly. Yeah. Okay. But he, they go from getting the uh, not the puck, but just the Beskin uh, medal, and he goes to the the Mandalorian um, entryway. Yeah, the forge. The or whatever forge. It is, yeah. And one of the cool things there, it did it in a way where I don't need to hear someone explain why their parents are gone. But as it's being forged, it's reminding him of who he is, what he's lost. And he was a kid who had no parents, who had to make it on his own. And he goes and he's made himself into this Mandalorian, which like you know, yep. he, he's bought into the creed. So it, it tells you a couple of things, three things. One is that uh, being a Mandalorian or a mercenary or a warrior class is not something you're born into. So mm-hmm. it, he was an orphan. God knows what his parents were, but bam, he's still a Mandalorian. But um, number uh, two thing is that that the Besker medal, as well as the Mandalorian, is part of a greater culture. And so when he's, he uh, submits the Besker medal, which is his reward, he could keep it all himself. Um, and to be forged, you'll hear the, the, the blacksmith there say that this medal will go on to many other foundlings. Um, so they make his little you know, his, shoulder, his shoulder pad there, whatever it is. Uh, but there's extra that's going to go, and it's extremely valuable, and it's going to go to other folks. Um, well, and then the third thing is... I kind of get the feeling we're going to get the pacing for this series based on how his his oh, arm is yes, the upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the fact that he's getting a whole uh, crate of this stuff, yeah, so that's going to make him a Mandalorian exactly. legend. And is it's that? and it's almost kind of very similar to like Wakanda in the sense like you could be Wakandan, but you don't have to be a Black Panther. And it's like the Wakandans are all warrior class, but they don't come. They they don't all come from the same tribe. Right, right. So it's like yeah. we could teach you the techniques and our ways of life, but you don't have to be necessarily from the Golden City of Wakanda. And we do have this metal and vibranium mm-hmm. and that. So I like the similarities between that. I also like uh, with with the. The little guy whose name I can't remember. The Paul. The the, the Paul. <laughs> Let's call him Paul. Uh, he's there, and he you know he's like I have spoken. I'm going to help you. Oh yeah. So he he gets to the planet. He's following following the what's it the, the last lead yeah, or whatever from, it's called. The, uh, oh, there's no puck. No, 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 no. Yeah, there is. No, he didn't give him puck. There was no puck for the baby. All he gave him was oh, last okay, known coordinates. And data last, set, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, so he so he gets there, and yeah, then almost, just like a western. You see the dude coming on over the horizon there. He's kind of into the old town. And no matter where he goes, to the bar or the corral or to some farmhouse or something, there's always some old dude, usually Charlton Heston, that, <laughs> that is going to you know, 
for some reason help him out. Yeah. Either because he used to be a warrior exactly. or because he's just tired of all these goddamn people showing up in his area. Which is a great concept and That's I love exactly it. When, it the, when the gunman comes into any of these towns and he has no reason to help but it is, you know, like, hey, you know what? I gotta go there anyway. Let's do this. Like he sums everything up like, you know you could do that in less bullets, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes well, I'm about how much you shoot but where you shoot it. And yeah, he's really good at what he does. That's been established. But the fact that he can't ride one of these things is wonderful. And that's where you make comedy without trying to be funny. It's just situational. The little guy even points out, he's like, you're Mandalorian. You guys used to ride... A crazy things. You can't yeah, ride this. giant mammoth that's a symbol for the Mandalorian. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it, it it's sort of the classic scene um, in, in, like, city slickers and everything where somebody Ooh. tries to get on a horse and it bucks them. Oh, and they fall down. Oh, it's funny. They're all dirty and they try to get it, but eventually they get it. It only takes, like, 90 seconds in, in the series. But, yeah, he gets bucked off a couple times. He gets pissed off a little bit. Then he gets on the giant walking and, and you know as cliche as it is I always love that because I've fallen off a horse and I thought yeah. I was going to get Christopher Reeve that's why that I would never get on a whoa, horse or near whoa. a horse too soon too soon too soon well if okay, <laughs> well, Christopher Reeve and John Wick 3 have definitely made me terrified I thought I was going to I thought bad stuff was going to happen <laughs> but I as cheesy as it is I love that fucking saying it's not how many times you fall off it's how many times you get back on again mm-hmm. and he gets back on again and yeah you know it, it he keeps going at it even though he's getting beaten time and again by elements that he's not necessarily used to because he's when, he, when he's in his element, he is John Wick. Yes. He is so all right, good. All right. So jo- you said John Wick again. Of course. Keanu. I think for the third time. All right. So John Wick, when you go into the Den of Thieves and there's another mercenary there. <laughs> all right. This is the classic assassin droid. We saw it in Empire Strikes Back. We didn't know what the hell it was. General I, Grievous? No. IG-88. This is an IG-11. Um, and so, but it's the same. I don't know. You just said numbers to R2-D2? Me. Is that the new iPhone? Was it the R2-D2? Is that the new iPhone? Yeah. And as a matter of fact, when he it? runs into Alexa and she helps him, you know, oh, rescue the baby. Word. Unless it was the robot that used to command the Millennial Falcon. That's right. That's Donald right. Glover might have been fucking. He was fucking. Yeah. It. Lando totally gets around. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's. Fucking it? No, yeah, he's getting fucked by it. Okay, let's, let's be honest. Oh, yeah. Does he tell it to fucking? He doesn't have to. Because I'm pretty sure sentient. Anyway, and so, there are ways it said so. I love the, the, the immediate interaction with them because he shows up and I can't eat. Just shoots him. And just boom. <laughs> it's like in his programming. <laughs> and and the, just the whole scene is incredible. Um, there's a couple of things. So, Such so, good shots so, from So that. the action yes. is amazing because he's, he's uh, you know, an android. He can spin around 360 or whatever he is. rewatchability. Android Cooper? 360? And so he's like just shooting everybody and everywhere. But what's funny is that you can see that he's he's based on programming because the instant something goes wrong, I will initiate self-destruct. Basically me when I'm trying to make a good impression anywhere and I stumble over my words. I will initiate self-destruct. No, please, God damn it. Would you knock it off? And wasn't there like one point where he's like up top? Yep. Oh, there's somebody about to get shot. Oh, yeah. I was like, yo, he called it. It was incredible. Their team up was amazing. I kind of wish IG-11 didn't get busted. I, I thought it was going to turn into a buddy cop yeah, show. Because, like, Takawa Titi, you know, yeah. core from Thor yeah. Ragnarok. Just kind of like Han Solo and Chewbacca got to teach each other about humanity, like about honor, or whatever. Or Rogue Run and you know? KS20, something like that. But no, we get we roll it up, we find out who the quarry is, and it's Baby Yoda. I damn near shit myself. I kind of started to cry. I, I hugged my wife a little bit closer. Rubbed, <laughs> you know, petted my child there. You on pet his head, your you know. child? 
And uh, it was amazing. I kind of, I, I was really, it's kind of a moment. And then all of a sudden, IG-11 says, right, we have to kill it. And what? What a beautiful shot of the shot. Of the where, shot? Uh, of just the Mandalorian not even looking, but you just see a blaster go off. <laughs> and IG-11 is no more. <laughs> and when he puts his hand out and it goes to credits, and then it goes to the watercolor picture. Yes. Oh, Oh, and no. I was so mad because that scene was spoiled by Facebook. Like, Baby Yoda, like, wait, what the fuck? A baby Yoda never uh, threw me off I about the franchise. I didn't see it. I, didn't see I it wish I did because that would have broke me internally as a human. Like, no, oh, I'm yeah. still going to counseling over it. It's amazing. Yeah, no, I didn't see anything on Facebook. Yeah. So when that happened, I was like, no, no, no. But we've got to talk about the, the half second afterwards, all this artwork that happens. Yes. This Wonderful. Is, this is kind of incredible. This is, yeah. this is, uh, this is like a cinemascope, uh, a sketchbook. Yeah. Really kind of, <laughs> it reminds kind of me of like older stuff back in the day. Instead of giving us like the watercolor opening, they save it for the end credits. And it reminds me of like... Those old westerns. Or, well, not for me, but was it Spider-Man 2 or 3 oh when Ellis yeah, yeah, yeah. Ross did the intro? <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what it reminded yeah. me of. Like, cool. And it also gave me like an anime vibe to it too. Like, we're going to start off like this, but in the outro, we're going to hit you with You're all this shit. I'll tell, I'll tell you for <laughs> sure. Other Japanese words that I don't understand. I'll tell you what it, <laughs> what it really did from, from just an audience, uh, a watcher perspective. It actually changed my memory of a lot of the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it took that artwork and replaced it a little bit, and I, I just, I, it contributed to the entire to the, the moments. Like we didn't need the DVD the to get that bonus feature of the concept art. We just gonna put it on the ass I, end. I do got to ask a question about episode two though. So well, that's where we're going right so now. Same location. It's it picks up right where right where the first episode left off. He's taking the little baby. I like that it's following him. Like it's got a little tracker. Yeah. Yeah. So, so <laughs> it is levitating. Like Baby Yoda isn't levitating. It's just no, 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 no. So it's I was trying little, to figure that well, shit well, out too. Yeah, you'll see the control. It's like a remote control on his okay. arm. It stays you know a certain distance away from him, but he can also control it. Like move it to the left. Yeah, right. which was great. Yeah. Um. So that, that that is all awesome. But you know the first one of the first things he does besides. You know, whipping the shit out of a couple people attacking. A couple bosses. Um, but he's he shoots Jawas. Oh, that's oh, what the name of those people oh, are? Jawas? Oh, yeah. They're, 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 okay. Jawas, for those of you who don't know, are some of the worst creatures in the goddamn universe. Then why did they have to be black, though? They're well, not black. They, they're they're color, cloaked. They're colorless, for crying out loud. They're cloaked. But they're, oh, you see they're, they're, black. they're racial neutral. I know what black looks like. If no, 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 no. I'm the same. Now they're like black. People are the same. They're black. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Um, so, yeah. yeah think, <laughs> think like... Uh, that's a joke. In, in Spirited Away. <laughs> think like in Spirited Away. I didn't Away. watch that. What? Yeah. There's some things I haven't seen. I haven't seen it either, Daniel. You guys, cool. we're, we're, we're just going to stop here and watch Spirited Away and I'll cry a little bit. All right. Um, Jawas are, <laughs> it's like the guy says, they don't destroy things, they scavenge. They will take what they want. They're honey badgers of the universe. They take okay. what they want. Daniel, sure. Where the hell are they located? Anywhere. Tatooine. This is not Tatooine. Is Wait, this, 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 is, this is me holding my arms up like nobody it? said it wasn't Tatooine. That's true too. So until you're proven wrong, you're right. I don't. I, I'm not going to say that Jawas are indigenous to Tatooine. Jawas don't have space travel. We don't know that unless some of them hide or get stolen or relocated. jacked enough parts to build their own spaceship and go and build and, their own battle fucking fortress and yeah. track that bitch around well, the planet. Yeah. Well, if they reform that uh, space cruiser into a big ass. Also, have you seen how, yeah. how how thrown together that thing is? All they need is four walls and some tractor, like some, some some track wheels. I mean, okay, sure, it's still sandy. It's, it's still a dump desert. truck. It is it's, a dump truck. It's the planet. 
looks like. So was like the turtle it, van, and that shit got around too. Mm, it might be Tatooine. Saying. It might not be know. Tatooine. It doesn't matter. But as much as everyone <laughs> shits on the Jawas, and I understand why. Because they're tiny and brown. They're black. They're but, brown, <laughs> brown I'm just saying. <clears throat> I notice things. <clears throat> I love them for how <laughs> you never see a Jawa stray from its nature. You never see That's a true. Jawa who's like, ah, oh, you know what, guys? Maybe what we're doing is morally, morally reprehensible. Well, yeah, because we can't or, understand them. They don't or, give us no subtitles. Or, yeah, they did get subtitles. Like, did they? Oh, yeah, they did. They did. Yeah. My fault. I was drunk watching that shit. was funny. I thought it was amazing when, like, because they get that one-track mind of the egg. Yeah. <laughs> and then they all love it. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things, uh, I was watching it with Andy, and um, he, he shoots the blaster to climb up there. And I've seen enough Tom and Jerry in my life to know, oh, they just need a pair of scissors. Do you see Tom and Jerry kids, though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kind of knocked that guy right up. Yeah. I, I love that. So, uh, it's kind of jumping at the end, I suppose. But, yeah, you're talking about they get all focused on the egg. And right when he's bringing the egg, so... Everybody, spoiler, he gets the egg. Anyway, he gets the egg and brings it on back. And I learned, I learned over my family, like, you know, they're just going to like make an yeah, omelet right, or some shit. Like that. They're garbage <laughs> people. And they take the knife and he looks at him like, no fucking <laughs> Jump, takes one jump. <laughs> chops the corner of that egg off like that. And That's they all, all just they jump, I, jump it, into that Cadbury egg. Right it was there reminiscent before. of when I was a kid and I see uh, animated food. I was like, I want to taste that fucking Jawa uh, that exactly. egg. I want to know what that tastes like. That shit looks nasty. Like Jawa. Not the Jawa egg, the egg that they were eating. That, I wanted some of that gak. I wanted Jawa some of that Nickelodeon goo. I wanted that Nickelodeon goo in my mouth. I wanted to know if it tastes like yolk. The green Jawa. shit on the banana. No, I'm talking about the egg. In the oh, egg. Okay. You said Nickelodeon. Jawas are obviously look like children, Daniel. They don't the look shit. like children. But children right. make the best meat. That's why, like. Oh, Snowpiercer. Marbleized and. Filet mignon, veal, all that good shit. So before he actually gets the egg, he has to go back to, you know, uh, young Ron Perlman's house and <laughs> tell him that his, like his ship has been scrapped. Yeah. And he's like, they destroyed it. They ruined my livelihood. I tell you, it bothers me so much how easy a ship is scrapped and it's still space worthy later <laughs> yeah, exactly. on. Exactly. But, but yeah. Yeah, so, so he's been scrapped know, by a Jawas, yeah. I like the fact that uh, young Ron Perlman is his go-to guy to negotiate with the Jawas. Because he's done this before. He lives there. He's yeah. like, no, oh, come on. No, you're, you're going to have to talk to them. Come At on. At some point in time. You know? And uh, it, it's great because when they start negotiating, what do they want? Well, I mean, they want everything. They want his weapons um, or whatever else is on there. Um, and then... So in, initially, they they start sniffing around his carrier, um, well, and so they when they come up, he has to remove his weapons. Well, but as he said in that, right. in that episode, weapons are his his religion. religion. Yeah, He's and, Mandalorian. And you can imagine that culturally, that's not, that's not an uncommon thing across thousands of different cultures. Weapons represent Christianity, across, okay. sure. um, <laughs> but they represent effectiveness. They represent virility and, and that kind of thing. So you can see that that makes some sense. Um, but he still yields them no problem. But when they're sitting down for the genuine negotiation, the first thing that the Jawas look at is they want the Besker, the Besker steel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that's just a non-starter. I mean, um, the Mandalorian, because he doesn't have a name for crying out loud. This is incredible. They don't. He doesn't have a name, can't see his face. We still love him. All right. So the Mandalorian is, is ready to, to barbecue every Jawa there. Because um, <laughs> he's already vaporized a few. Yeah. And that's, they already look like they kind of barbecued already. But what was cool, by God... What was cool is when they all met. Is there though, God in His name's George. George Lucas. Um, when they when they all met though, the sort of the past transgressions were forgiven, or yes. at least ignored. 
Yeah, so they meet together. The first thing, that all the transgressions are forgotten. Um, and so they kind of, I don't know, settle down into this uh, negotiating table. And you can imagine, I mean, let's put on our, let's open our history books here right quick. Um, you know, so whenever you had uh, traders meet with Native Americans. And no, um, you're not calling the Jawas Native Americans. And they didn't speak the same language. But somehow they still communicate and they're able to trade and, and, and share stories How many and, blankets and information. Did they trade? Curious. Don't let they use blankets. All I'm trying to be is is a white man in America trying to record a podcast. But I gotta That's be true. drugging all this bullshit. All right, so um, <laughs> but anyway, so they, they quick they, they what's nice. what's great is they're both professional on both sides, more or less. No to the Besker steel. No, you can't have my weapons. All right. No, you can't have my baby. Quick huddle. <laughs> quick huddle. What do we want? I don't know. Oh, the house. Got, oh, the egg. That's I'm what hungry. we want. Yeah. And so, um, <laughs> well, and I do like when they go to the little baby Yoda, and he's like, get away from there. But the baby's just like, what's up, friends? And one thing, too, I really like the most about the Mandalorian is the fact that he's like, he's not like this undefeatable perfect warrior he's not like samurai jackets he's not like he's not like john wick or your average uh, typical action hero when he just defeats everybody with ease no yeah. he's fucking up he's getting beat he's losing he <laughs> almost died several times first off when he was finding the whatever creature that was in the first episode and then in the second one like you say he was on some tom and jerry shit <laughs> he's getting very jerried in this situation <laughs> and he almost dies a lot but he doesn't he some way he survives and he takes what he's learned to improve himself and to be a better bounty hunter, but it's not just, you know, it's not a cakewalk for him. Not at all. Yes. He but, was, well, yeah, he doesn't have the gadgets and he has to keep learning. He was a foundling and that he still has to work his way up. He still has to become like higher in the ranks of the Mandalorians. It's a whole thing. I mean, maybe I, not higher in the ranks, but maybe more um, acknowledged as one of them because he didn't have any. They even said, has your signet appeared? No. That's he's true. still working his way up. He's still getting his armor. He is not at the same status as the rest of them. Right. But he goes, they decide they want the egg, Yatucha or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> and they get on that one track mind, go get us that egg. That's right. And it's what's amazing is it's he him walking alone, you can say, walking alone into the sunset. In this case, into the valley with the big damn cave and the big rhinoceros thing in, inside there. But with him, I thought it was going to be a sarlacc. I I was hoping. Uh -huh. What's the sarlacc? The same thing that ate Boba Fett. Oh, the, the big ass space yeah. worm. Yeah. No, no, no. That's the the pit that Luke Skywalker jumped around. Sarlacc pit is basically a space John. worm, but also just embedded in there. It's a big pit. Yeah, but I'm saying like that's what a worm. No, 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 no. That 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 was just a. A big space, space worm. worm. Okay. That's some. Worm. So that's something else. That's some Beetlejuice shit. Yeah. Close but different, like okay. Luke and Anakin. Ah, okay. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I'm so he goes goes to this uh, this cave, but still with him is the little baby Yoda, They're still floating there. And he goes, yeah, beep 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 beep, there on his arm there, and he like scoots him off to the side there and says, now I'm go now I'm rolling in. And what I thought was cool about the show is that you didn't uh -huh. there wasn't a shit ton going on in the cave. It was like he'd walk in there, he's uh, trying to figure out stuff out, and also the eye over <laughs> boop, <laughs> like. I like that cut to outside. <laughs> you just see the blaster going off and yeah. then him be And like Kelsey was saying, in every instance he's getting his ass kicked. Yes. Bottom line. Not not even like he's putting up a good fight. He's just getting pounded. Blasters back with the Jawas. <laughs> yes. He's got his grappling hook, eight backfires right. on him. He's <laughs> got a flamethrower. Awesome. Good fucking luck, friend. Oh shit. <laughs> and so he's so he's you know, the rhinoceros goes back and forth a couple few times, you know, all over the place. And finally he's just like I got nothing else. And he pulls his knife. 
that was beautiful to me because he if you look he's shaking he's exhausted every every bit of it you just like living inside his helmet there and he you're exhausted he's exhausted you know that he pulled his knife just to say that he pulled his knife mm-hmm. when he dies exactly and, and the guy and the rhinoceros starts to charge and it's thump 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 and thump, then come the MVP and then of this shit it actually doesn't do anything it doesn't hit him when the music hits and he looks Ooh. up and what's in front of him but a floating space rhinoceros. And the music starts to swell. And you are just as in That's not the only thing is. that started to swell. My eyes. Okay. With tears. That's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> tears. Um, but so, and so the rhinoceros is floating in the air. So it's not moving forward. It's not it moving backwards. It's not. It's, it, it is absolutely shocked. And then we cut back to Baby Yoda. Yoda. And I'm sitting there like, no, no, baby Yoda. You do not have the strength, the chakra, or the telekinetic powers to do this. You're going to kill yourself. You're going to die. Please, please, please put that shit down. You are not prepared for this feat. Kelsey went into mama mode. I did. I was sitting there like, oh, my. I like, Lord, child, bless him. Your heart's in the right place. But you do not have the strength for somebody to help him right now. Please don't kill this little adorable old-ass creature. In this I will not be able to function. So to cut through that drama, yes. um, the baby Yoda has is using presumably the Force like that. Uh, the baby Yoda is using uh, midichlorians, uh, of course. Or because my that's my question too: Are they just able to tap into the Force, or is that their species form a telekinesis? Well, who so, can say? So, exactly. that, so that there's no backstory yes, on exactly. on the, the tridactyl. So um, the. But the point is, you do know that Yoda is extremely strong in the Force. Um, you can presume that that chick on the Jedi Council is probably also strong in the Force. And so you can assume that this baby is also strong in the Force, which answers the greater question, why the hell is there a bounty on the baby? Because they want to experiment on it, these space Nazis. Let's go back to it. And the reason I call it space Nazis, one, they're part of the Empire. Stormtroopers. Stormtroopers. It's a German dude, and they want to experiment on this thing, Mangala style. Yeah. All coincidence. Or a sinister style. (laughs) (laughs) They executed an order that was basically the genocide of the Jedi Order. Are you kidding me with this? Jedi starts with a J and so does Juicy Juicy Jams. Exactly. They want to kill. That's why no one wants no music in space. There's no R&B. There's a cantina shit. music on MTV. Oh, Mm. shit. Video did kill the Jewish star. Damn, I was really not, I was, Yeah, I was not sure. Wait, hold on. Let me try that again. All right. Video did kill the star of David. <laughs> Wait, no, uh-huh. no, try one more time. Okay. Video did kill the radio star of David. Okay. <laughs> None of those were good. all three of okay. these. They <laughs> got a lot of editing out of here. Holy crap. That's the hat trick. Holy crap. But yeah. So they, the force. They want him. Now, we don't know if it's a clone. We don't know if it yeah. is a rebirth Phoenix style, like of these kinds of creatures, or just of Yoda himself. And we don't know if they produce asexually either. No, we don't. So you might not need That's a right. mama and daddy. They you just could need be. one. All right, now I have a really important question that I want you guys to just really fucking think about. It's very important to me. Is this Yoda kid gonna grow up with the same speech impediment, or is it like, <laughs> is it like when you adopt a baby from overseas and oh then they, they they learn to speak like they're from Brooklyn instead of you know from wherever you adopted gonna, them from? He's gonna learn to speak uh, like Angelina Jolie. Yeah, uh, and they're like, they learn, <laughs> you came to the wrong fucking neighborhood. You did. <laughs> speaking in tongues, and by uh, speaking in tongues, that means they kiss their brothers. So that's gonna be real. What like the, the original? Because Angelina, Angelina Jolie kissed her brother. Like, you know who else kissed her brother? Show. Is it Luke? Leia yeah. and Luke. Back to Ooh. Star Wars. Luke didn't, <laughs> Luke didn't kiss his brother, though. Don't try to throw some shit in this. This is not right. 
Sibling on sibling smooching. All right. There's a hole. Is there incest in space? In space, no, no one hear, can hear incest. can't hear your screen, yeah, exactly. there's no incest, right? Yeah. Nope, 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 nope. All right, so, yeah. so, <laughs> he's got the baby. The baby uses the force. Everyone watching with a heartbeat connected to two eyes went, oh! It was, it was kind of fucking amazing. Exactly. And then, next thing you know, um, he drops the rhinoceros and he just goes, oh. Can we give the baby a name? Just us. No, us. No, us. Oh, we want to name it? Is it, I don't know, is it Cletus? Cletus Cletus sounds sounds great. I don't like that Baby Cletus. Little baby C. No, I do not like that. Big C? Big C? No, the big C is cancer. No. The big C is cancer. And little C is something we can't talk about. Can we name him Paquito Verde? Can we name him Paquito Verde? Paquito Verde sounds great. Little green. Little green. Verdete? Verdete? Verde. Verdito? Verdito? Verdito! 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 But you gotta roll that arm. Yes, Verdito. Verdito. Uh, yes. yes, and then I was like, oh, the little guy's just tuckered out. He just need a siesta. Ha <laughs> <laughs> like, So he uses the force. They go back, they get the egg, and I, I even told Andy, I was like, that's either an egg or a furry turd. Because <laughs> what egg have you seen that has dreads? Yeah, no, that's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't have any doubt it was an egg when they were like, you know, like prying it out of the the cave or wherever it was. But yeah, it certainly does look pretty weird. But uh, so they take the egg back, like we said before. They cut it open because they're garbage people. Just <laughs> like literally all this effort and nearly dies. And there's like a crack it open. Like that, make an omelet. Right <laughs> and there. then, and then we're hit with one of the best uh, montages we've seen in the first two episodes of fixing the ship what? and fixing the armor. I was ready for like a. It takes two brothers with a love for each other, making the armor and fixing then the ship. Then they all sweaty. Then they. <sighs> and then they. Have, somebody's got to have a. No, no. They have a tank top. Sunset in the background. <laughs> Drink. That's right. Pan out like. Job it was great because this is gonna take forever. And then, and then the guy, guy goes, "Well." Maybe faster if you'd like to help. Yeah, like, wait, wait, you were just going to do it? And, and, and I mean, it, it, it goes to the same thing. Right before he leaves, he's like, I can't take any money from you. You're my guest. I'm not yeah. I'm not a rude son of a bitch like the Mandalorians. <laughs> um, but I, I thought he was going to offer him to be on his crew. Like, he did offer him to again, be on the crew. Once again, I thought we are going to have a buddy cop movie going on. Um, and like, they keep throwing us that curveball. Yeah, in this case, it was going to be like a like a lethal weapon. Like the, yes. the little guy was going to be... Uh, Danny Glover, got like old, too old for this shit, yeah. right? And then, and then the other guy, Mandalorian's gonna be Mel Gibson because we'll start with an. Animal. But he says, yeah. you know, I, I lived a lifetime to get out of servitude. Thanks, no thanks. Yeah. They take off. He's checking. He's kind of shaking the crib, which don't still shake asleep. the baby. Yeah, and we see is still asleep. Verdito gets up and goes, <laughs> yo. And this nigga eats a frog too. We forgot about that shit. And I like that the fact that he, hilarious. I like the fact that he's still dressed like an old ass man. Yes, he's technically fifty, but that's very young in Yoda species. It's like if you had a, if you had a kid and you just gave him like high waisted yeah. jeans. Verdito is dressed like Friar Tuck and shit. Like, like a, a fucking worn down Cubbies hat. <laughs> like with a half pint or a short round. Short, short round. Short, short round. round. That, was, that was hilarious. He's wandering around chasing the frog. Oh my god! Everyone's heart's just like boom, 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 boom. Pumping peanut butter, love the love the little kid, right? And then he eats the goddamn frog. And I 
<laughs> I'd often actually thought a little bit like, what is this thing eating? Because I'm sure the man oh, is like nursing the kid exactly. or anything like that. Smushing up bears and spitting it in his mouth or something. I'm excited to see what comes next. Uh, one of the one of the parallels I wanted to draw, and I know Kelsey was talking about it too, oh. at the end of Old Man Logan, yeah. you get Wolverine and he's killed off the Hulk clan. And, and there's one little baby Hulk left, little Brucey. And he's green. And he's green. green. Otro verdito. <laughs> yes. Now, a little bit different. Yes. I mean, verdito isn't the product of an incestual relationship. We, that we don't know, know that. I guess we don't. In know space, it. no one hears incest. Gamma make them jam. Equally rhymes. yoked. Ah, <laughs> that's what you did there. That's right. Eggs and shit. <laughs> but the thing too, like, does he poop? Because we don't know if he's wearing a diaper. He ate that frog. Does that? Mass is turned to the force. Maybe he's not wearing a diaper. Maybe he just wherever he walks, he just. Oh, it's like when I'm just, wearing a nightgown. Just poops. That, that's why I never come out of your crib at night. Little like dry crispy pyramids. Oh, or like owls. It's just like all the bones and shit. Yeah. Like, right. Pyramids, it absorbs everything. Pyramids are like because owl poop. Owls too. are aliens. Yes. Of course. Because they've seen their head turn around. Have you seen the fourth kind? I was about to bring that up. Yes, I have. And I don't think about it a lot because I like sleeping at night. But we've got, you know, Logan and the baby Hulk. We've also yeah. got Lone Wolf and Cub. The difference being, you know, it's his actual son that time. And he gives him the choice between a ball or a sword. And he's like, if he goes for the ball, i got to kill the kid. If he goes for the sword, I'm going to raise him. And he goes for the sword. And he's like, all right, come on, get on my back. You're going to be a Ronin one day. And it's, But we don't have so much like the Verditos in... Um, I don't know, on the same side or working with him. It, yeah, he did stop the rhino, and that makes sense. Um, but we don't know where they're going to go from there. Do they go back to the client we and don't get, know. The, get the chest full of... There's no escort. way he's actually handing that baby over. Hell no. I think he'll go back for the crate, but there's no way... There's no way... And I'm saying it... I'm, I'm getting concerned now right. as yeah. I'm talking, but there's no way... So, there's no way he's so handing that baby what, over to the Nazis. Him? What's going to intercept him? Got to be some kind of rebel alliance stuff. We don't going know. On, right? What about this? How about this? Hear okay. me out. Right? Mm-hmm. He gets there. He hands over the baby. To the client. He doesn't tell him. He's still got it programmed to his fucking thing. And just falls He around. gets it, and then he, like, hits, like, all right, make sure that thing can bust through walls. And it just comes, and he, like, hops like on it. Kool-Aid's and he, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he hops on it. Like, it's a little speeder. He rides a speeder bike. Or, or you just see little Baby Yoda, like. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's great. He's Baby Yoda's out there at the back, but not with a gun, just forcing people away. away. And uh, not Boba Fett is moving things not left Boba. and right. Yeah, that's crazy, because Disney doesn't do anything. I didn't think Disney knew Baby Yoda Verdito. Verdito. Verdito was going to pop like this because there's no, no action knew. figures. They there's no Funko right. Pops. There's yeah, no there's toys no, yet. No fluffy but it's, anything, yeah. Give us yeah. next week biggest selling toy of Christmas you know, season. No, no. Here's what you do. No kids are going to buy it. It's all going to be adults. What you do if you're smart, if they yeah. were smart, mm. uh, what they do is they give us the Mandalorian pop and on its back or in a little papoose. You have yeah. Verdito. No, no, but I need, no, 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 I need Verdito solo by myself. That's in and out the pod. But without solo. Yes. That's confusing. <laughs> uh, I'm excited to see where this series yeah. goes. But I, exactly. I, I absolutely think there's going to have to be some kind of Rebel Alliance interference. Or he's going to have to go to some other person to drop this well, Yoda Let's thing talk out. about the dead baby in the room. Okay. Either this kid dies at the end of the series. Nope. No. Nope. Or nope. comes back in a bigger way in this next episode. Uh, a doy. <laughs> this next episode, episode nine. No, no, I, no, no. Or, yeah. That's so, no, I'm going to disagree oh, with that. I'm going to let you finish your statement. Okay. Oh, 
All right, then. Yeah. Okay, Kanye. He just made you Taylor Swift. <laughs> I, I am not Taylor Swift. I don't uh, write any songs about my ex-girlfriends. I seen you shake it off. I do that. You ain't wrote no good songs about your ex-girls because you're not a good songwriter. Think That's about, okay. You said I had potential, and then you made I'm me do all those things. I'm a friend. That's, what, doesn't, what, what, hey, and I want you to get what, better, but you have to start put, somewhere. Put it in the past. You just got to grow. I'm gonna and we I'm gonna are flip never, this ever, fucking ever. table. Bonus episode, Patreon style. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so I think in the future we're gonna keep on this old Western theme, of course. Um, and I think he's gonna realize that that Verdito is much too powerful to hand over to the Empire, and he's gonna try to find somebody else to take care of. And it's gonna take my like money seven is on episodes. the kid dying at the end. No, I making him. <laughs> Even more war torn, even more depressed, and into the true Mandalorian that he will become. I, th- I think he gets captured along the way, I and then I think he gets rescued and dropped off with the rebels or on Dagobah or some. We don't know where they're going to go with it. There's a whole, there's a whole future. We are only on episode two, which is crazy for what has happened. Um, I say we come back in the next two episodes and do another bonus episode to talk about what we've learned. And maybe how we've grown. Word. <laughs> and just and me being... Sp- uh, hmm? I'm trying to go. Yeah. Three, two, one. And just me um, guessing about what could happen uh, potentially in the future. I don't think Disney at this moment will do anything just for the sake of doing it. I definitely think this is the plant of a tree that we're going to reap the fruit from in the future. And just me personally... I think, not in episode 9, I think um, Verdito will pop up in the next trilogy, hopefully with a time skip, because this character is too good just to, not waste, but just to have it limited to the Mandalorian series. Just like now that Kevin Feige is getting more hands in with Star Wars, and we know how he likes to do Marvel, everything is a step towards the future. And I definitely see this character coming in to play in the future. And I would say, if anything, with me, I think he somehow found his way to Luke Skywalker. because, And he might be in the same place where Kylo Ren was when Kylo snapped. And it also will also explain how Luke maybe have got more in touch with the afterlife. Because I don't remember anybody teaching Luke how to um, project his force goes. So far we know he's still out there in some world and he does age slower than everybody else. But that's just me. That's just my thoughts. What was your epiphany, that. Daniel? Yes. What if we're looking at this all wrong? You guys okay. said it, you guys said it, at the very, you guys said it at the very beginning. They're not a race. The Mandalorians. Yeah, I, okay. I was talking about Verdito. What if no Verdito's not gonna be a goddamn Mandalorian? What if he is? No. What if what if the Mandalorian that we're the, following? He's gonna be a Mandalorian. Oh, wait, that's the flip. Because like you said, they did inhabit that planet from somebody else. Nah. Metacorian? Mandalorian? Oh, It's been two minutes! <laughs> a lady, it's gonna be a hit, but you won't let us do our thing! Our no! <laughs> Fuck you! Ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> she stopped. Alright, listeners, we've come to the end of the show now. And, Thank uh... God! <laughs> Uh, we are going to go ahead and wrap this one up because we can keep speculating and talking about uh, the Verdito Chronicles. Chronicles de Verdito. Um, guys, I say we do this again in two weeks. Uh, I look forward to seeing you. Um, TJ, where can, the, uh, where can the people find you? Anything you'd like to plug this week? See, about the only places they can find me is at Escape Velocity on Wednesdays. That's about it. Um, Not here on the podcast. Interesting. Uh, no, Interesting. no, actually. No, you can uh, absolutely reach me at any one of the, the podcast's uh, uh, platforms and social media platforms. Um, but <laughs> other than that, I do a pretty good job of keeping my social media profile pretty small. So. 
Kels, uh, how is God moving in your life, and uh, what do you want to talk about? Oh, she's moving very well she, in my life. Nice. She always blesses her coolest son. I just want to say that real quick. Do you quick. get, like, the runoff, or... What do you mean by the runoff? She said she blesses her coolest son, so yeah. will you get, like, the leftover? Or? No, I'm the coolest son. I don't think so. All right, that's, what, that's, that's your thought, but she tells unlikely. me... Di- yeah, she tells me differently, so it's all fine. She got to talk to all her kids in the way they understand to make sure they still are here. Same Is, way Professor S had to talk to Cyclops, like, hey, she laser talk- beam guy, <laughs> do this. <laughs> You're the, you the leader. Does she talk Lead. to you in the same way that uh, Will Smith had to talk to the post office, Biz Markey, in Men in Black 2? No, uh-huh. not Beatbox. Okay, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but no, um, you can find me on um, Facebook, um, Kelsey DeAndre Greer. You can find me on Instagram and um, Snapchat uh, uh, under Kels for Show, K E L S underscore four S H O. You know, now you do, and no one's after battle, yo Joe. And also, you can also find me working at Escape Velocity. I'm an employee now, so if you ever need comic books, want to talk manga or something, something, come see your boy. Buy something, just don't be loitering around. You got to, you know, do something with your life. <laughs> I'm in trouble. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, don't don't come by on Wednesdays then, because then uh, yeah. new guy always comes in and ruins it for everyone, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, they told me that too. Like, nah, this might be an issue for you, but just don't have your friends just in here lollygagging around. Yeah, I never do that. Um, I also never eat up at the front counter. Yeah, uh, no, he doesn't. <laughs> they told me not to do that. And then you definitely didn't have a whole burrito. <laughs> Listen, new guy. Wait till you're knee-deep in it. Uh, so, you can find me on Facebook, Daniel Rojas. Instagram, Blue Morpho, one word. All the O's are zeros. Make sure you check us out on Facebook and Instagram, Escaping Podcast. Uh, if you or anyone else you know would like to send us music to have used on the show, please do so at escaping.podcast at gmail.com. As always, we record at Escape Velocity Comics and are in no way, no way, shape, or form do our ideas, opinions, or beliefs reflect that of Escape Velocity or its staff. Folks, it's been great talking at you tonight. We aren't leaving you with any music because this is the bonus episode. You heard enough of us. You're ready to be done. Mm. You're probably tucked in and listening to my voice as the last thing you go to bed. God damn it, I love you. Remember, folks, there can only be one chum bucket. And just remember, too, if you ever get trapped in carbonite, be an escapee. Break free. Listen on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Any day, they hear your boy Daniel, TJ, and Crazy K, John on the art, and ever since the start of this episode, Verdito has been the way that we need to go. He may be small like a Cheeto, but y'all ain't ready, though, so make sure you get Disney Plus and wrap it on up, and exactly what I'm about to do. Thank you. <laughs>